0: So we're back at it after, oh my god. Welcome to Inquiring Buys, the podcast for the curious Quicker. Today we're going to be talking about the very exciting buy net controversy. Yeah, it's not that, I mean, it's exciting, but like in a bad. Is there a word for that? Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm like excited, but in a bad way, and that's anxiety. So we're back at it after um, a hiatus because, because, because this is a weird time in the world and I just didn't feel like posting. I'm gonna try not to do that anymore. I'm gonna try and be a little bit more consistent Today, uh, let's talk about the Binet controversy. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, God, I wish I were you. So if you don't know what Binet is, uh, Binet is the oldest bisexual-only advocacy organization in the U.S. It was founded 20, 30 years ago. And it's, you know, it's pretty solid, pretty strong pillar of the bisexual community, I guess you could say. Um, I've definitely found myself on their pages a couple times, especially when I was questioning if I was bisexual. But um, like I said, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, I wish I was you uh, because it's kind of crazy. And I feel like it's probably not that well known if you're not bisexual because you know, bisexual visibility is not what it should be. And I definitely didn't want visibility because of something like this. But let's get into it. At the end of April, the one of the board members of Binet, uh, Faith Cheltenham, basically sent out a tweet that said that the bisexual flag was owned by Binet USA. And anybody making it like making merchandise with the buy flag or making buy flags to sell should be giving Binet some of that profit. Uh, some of the tweets claimed that this was directed at like Target, like big box c- corporations. But the first time that they had brought this up was with a like small, like regular person creator, not a giant corporation, basically saying you have to stop this or we're going to get lawyers involved. Now, there are a couple of issues with that. First of all, flags, as far as I am aware, are not copyrightable. Like, any flag. Like, the government doesn't get a kickback from all of the red, white, and blue bunting that you see in Target and Walmart around the 4th of July. That would be weird. Other organizations, other, like, queer flags don't get money, give money to an organization because somebody's selling. Like, there's no percentage of the ace pride flag that goes to an ace organization, probably because there isn't really one. And even then, like, where would that money go? Like, would it go to the HRC? Would it go to Out Magazine? What about organizations in other countries? Would it go to them or would it go to it? Like, it's, it's a very ridiculous premise to start off with. And lots of lawyers have chimed in, saying that there's really no legal basis for copywriting the buy flag even though that reassurance came very early in this whole controversy, uh, it still persisted, partly because the leadership of Binet was kind of all over the place with how they responded. For example, um, several board members went to social media and said, hey, this is not what we are trying to do. We are not trying to scare people away from making bisexual flag merchandise. This was a miscommunication between us and other board members. And then they resigned and there were several posts by Faith Cheltenham calling herself the faith that really just muddied the whole issue and it brought in a lot of other things like racism and classism and transphobia and I really went into this expecting to like root for Faith Cheltenham. I would say I would say to myself you know she's a woman of color I I want to listen to her. I want to... Take what other people are saying with a grain of salt. And then she just went batshit crazy. I feel like normally that's a very unfair thing to say. Uh, but I feel like here it's accurate. Because the, she would post things about her new stance as president of Binet. And it do not really make a lot of sense there were posts about, you know, the legal basis of this. And it was filled with all sorts of legalese that made me feel kind of dumb. And then I saw lawyers chiming in. And they're like, no, this is kind of fake legalese. It's just here to make it sound really intimidating. I was like, okay, I feel a little bit better now. Another thing that happened that was really, uh, I I don't want to say like, not cool, because that Makes it seem like a very small thing, but not cool. Was that she doxxed someone? If you are unfamiliar with what doxing is, it is when someone takes the personal information of a person, such as their actual name, their address, their phone number, and puts it online for other people to see. And you might say that's not that big of a deal, uh, but it is when you are uh, part of a minority community. It is when you are involved in a dialogue that is controversial because what that gives people that what that gives trolls the opportunity to do is to know your real address which is terrifying to harass you to stalk you to do lots of really unpleasant things so doxing generally speaking always speaking very a really shitty thing to do And again, particularly with the queer community, doxing has another layer of danger to it because there is nothing saying for sure if the person that is being doxed is out in their real life, if it is safe for them to be out, and this is essentially outing them. Now, as of right now, as far as I'm aware, the whole controversy has kind of blown over. Um, It's, there haven't been any big major updates in the last week or so. And when I decided that I wanted to do this, it was the weekend that this all sort of came to light, and I decided that I wanted to take a breath and like wait and see how it played out, and then that turned into several breaths. But I still feel like this is important to talk about because of the ramifications that it could have had and the ramifications that it still might have. Uh, First and foremostly, uh, I don't necessarily have a lot of faith in Binet as an organization anymore. um, That this level of infighting was made public. Uh, I mean, maybe that's beneficial for us as a community to know what's going on inside this organization. But it does seem like there was a lot of really personal agendas that were being pushed. And just a lot of things not being well thought through. Let's just take the core idea that the bisexual flag should be copyrighted. Setting aside the fact that no other flag that I'm aware of is copyrighted. So we copyright a flag. Okay, so who do those like royalties go to? They go to Binet. Binet is not an international organization. And that was one of the most striking comments that I saw when this first started to happen was somebody from another country going like, hey, what about us? (laughs) This organization doesn't have any any foothold in my country, this is a US based organization. If, if you copyright this flag, do the dues that ta- I don't know the percentage of what I have spent go to a US based organization for US based outreach? It's like, that's a very valid question. And I feel like that makes it seem like bisexuality is a Western thing. Like it's a very US based thing. And clearly it's not. And I think that acting like Binet USA is the end-all, be-all of bisexual organizations is harmful in that way. Because the U.S., as much as we like to ignore this fact, we are not the only country in the world. And U.S. bisexuals are not the only bisexuals in the world. So at the very least, at least that, that portion of it um, hopefully illuminated some things for um, American based queer communities, uh just sort of reminding ourselves that we aren't the only people here. The other thing that really struck me is that just in general, that stance that the flag should be copyrighted was very harmful. Not only are no other queer pride flags copyrighted as far as I'm aware, it seemed very uh, let me start over. So From an organization that claims to be about the bisexual community, Uh, that stance did not actually seem very community oriented. It seems like it's the opposite that this is a move that's like uniquely calibrated to distance the bi community from the rest of the queer community, as well as decrease bi visibility and make it harder or more of a financial gamble for people to get by merchandise or produce it. And I say this because, because this move was, it created an environment that makes it seem more dangerous to create bisexual merchandise. And maybe you might think this is a stretch, but when you make it harder to get things that show your pride, that show your flag, uh, you make visibility just a little bit harder. And for a group that is constantly battling to be visible, uh, you know, there's Bi visibility day, like there's all sorts of jokes about bisexual people being invisible or that by visibility day is the only day that you can't like do crime because people can actually see you. There's lots of fun jokes there, but this seems like something that would actually make visibility harder. Again, setting aside all of the legal obstacles here, the fact that this isn't gonna happen, If you copyright a flag and you make small time creators give you a portion of what they make by making buy flag merchandise, you are telling everybody that is involved in that that this is not profitable. And if you are a small time creator, like this is what you're doing to just get by, you're not going to do that. companies that can already make like gay pride flags and not pay that money to anybody. They're just going to make those instead of buy pride flags. And this is also going to make getting those flags harder because Target is not going to pay you to use that flag. They don't have to pay anybody to use any flag. So they're not going to print it. They're not going to make that stuff. And people who maybe don't have access to Etsy sellers or pride events or, maybe just don't feel comfortable going other places to get pride merchandise. That's a really easy way to get something that makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. And if a big box store stops doing that, then you'd have just taken away that outlet for someone. That being said, the, um, the tweet that mentioned Target, I have never seen a buy pride flag at Target. I go to Target fairly frequently so that's interesting. I don't know where that's happening. And, again, this is not a controversy that encompassed the rest of the queer community. This is an issue that was solely targeted at the bi community. And one of the things it made me personally feel was, like, that we were being distanced from the rest of the queer community. That, that we had our own special little issue that... I don't know how to explain that. It just seemed to me that if I was going into an organization and I wanted to find a way to distance the bi community or maybe even the trans community or any of the other non-lesbian or gay communities from the LGBT community, this is something that I would do. I would say, what's a way that I can drive a wedge between this portion of the community and the rest of them? And, stirring up a fight about flags seems like a really easy way to do that anyway this it was a very stupid controversy i'm hoping i don't get doxxed for this i probably won't i'm not important enough to get doxed anyway i do feel sort of betrayed by this whole controversy it seems very very unconcerned with the actual buy community and that's very confusing Uh, especially from an organization that's supposed to be about our welfare and visibility as a group. I hope this kind of made sense. Uh, There are some really good resources uh, that gather up a lot of screen grabs. There's a Reddit thread, Everything You Need to Know About Binet and the Bisexual Flag Copyright Issue. And then Peacock Panache, I believe, is the website. It is a news website, and they have gathered... Uh, a lot of the same information but with um more screen grabs so yeah that's my take on the binet controversy uh, feel free to sound off with your thoughts remember to wear your masks in public be nice to your grocery store workers your essential workers And as always, stay curious.